Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. Once upon a time. When past and present align. Do, do, do. <laughs> we're going to read you some folktales is what we're trying to say. Yeah. This is this is episode two of folktales and I'm fucking excited. You like that little intro, yeah. everybody? Because like past and present, it's folktales, they're lining. It rhymes. It rhymes is Once the Once upon thing. a time is how, I don't know if you know this, that's how fairy tales start. So. Yeah. So that's the point. And yeah, we it's did a good job. folktales <laughs> because that's like the absolute most pure form of historical gossip exactly like, it's been passed down mm-hmm. so many times oh and they're just wild i'm so excited for you to hear the ones that i picked yay today because they're just so fucking weird i love it okay are we ready to just like go for it let's go for it okay the first one is called the finest liar in the world Okay. At the edge of a wood, there lived an old man who had only one son. And one day he called the boy to him and said he wanted some corn ground. But the youth must be sure never to enter any mill where the miller was beardless. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't trust the a same clean, thing. shaven man. Yeah. yeah. At least not one that grinds corn. No. <laughs> the boy took the corn and set out, and before he had gone very far, he saw a large mill in front of him with a beardless man standing in the doorway. Don't you fucking do it. Good greeting, beardless one, cried he. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good greeting, Sonny, replied the man. I'm going to greet you like that from now on. <laughs> Greetings, beardless one. <laughs> Good greeting, Sonny. <laughs> Can I grind something here? Yes, certainly. I will finish what I am doing, and then you can grind as long as you would like. What? But suddenly, the boy remembered what his father had told him and bade farewell to the man. I like that he's just like... No, but bye, bye. He yeah. just like walks away after like, he acknowledged out loud yeah. that he was beardless. Yeah. Like he like says it out loud and then is like, "Wait a sec, there was something about that." And I like mm. that just like randomly, he's just like. Oh, can I grind something here? Yeah, you can. Bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like walked away. I just remembered you don't have a beer. Yeah. I've got it now. See you later. <laughs> and went further down the river till he came to another mill, not knowing that as soon as his back was turned, the beardless man had picked up a bag of corn and run hastily to the same mill before him. Did he grow a beard? Fast. In the meantime? Mm-hmm. Or? When the boy reached the second mill and saw a second beardless man sitting there, he did not stop and walked on till he came to a third mill. But this time also the beardless man had been too clever for him and had arrived first by another road. Gosh, he's fucking fast. I was going to say, I don't he's know that he's like more clever than him. I think he's just faster. <laughs> I feel like this boy, <laughs> this boy comes across like the third beardless man. He's like... Walking past, like, third beardless man. And the beardless man's over there, like, yeah. <laughs> like I just ran miles to like, get ahead of this kid. God, there's a lot of beardless men in milling exactly these days. Exactly the same. And he's yeah. just out of breath. God, when you don't have a beard, you really look just like everyone else. Except really red in the face. Yeah. From running yeah. so fucking fast. Losing weight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, when it happened a fourth time. Okay. Mm -hmm. The boy grew cross and said to himself, it is no good going on. There seems to be a beardless man in every mill. And he took his sack from his back and made up his mind to grind his corn where he was. I'm a rule follower, so I wouldn't have. But like, I also get it. No, I would have just gone home and been like, I don't know what to tell you, father. There was none. Yeah, we're going to have to go to the next village over. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Do you not know of a mill that I can just go to? Like, do you not have a buddy in a mill? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, can't you just like tell me? To all of them? Yeah. Like, you clearly know something I don't. Yeah. Is this a fucking you test? Elaborate? The beardless man finished grinding his own corn, and when he had done, he said to the boy, who was beginning to grind his, Suppose, Sonny, we make a cake of what you have there. Now, the boy had been rather uneasy when he recollected his father's words, but he thought to himself, What is done cannot be undone, and answered, Very well, so let it be. Then the beardless one got up, threw the flour into the tub, and made a hole in the middle, telling the boy to fetch some water from the river in his two hands to mix the cake. When the cake was ready for baking, they put it on the fire and covered it with hot ashes till it was cooked through. Then they leaned it up against the wall, for it was too big to go into a cupboard, and the beardless one said to the boy, "'Look here, Sonny. If we share this cake, we shall neither of us have enough.'" It is so big that it is 
yeah leaning up against a wall right and he's but just it's like not big enough for both of you and he's just hanging out with this guy all day yeah like what are they talking about right like, like they're just sitting in silence I like i also would really like to know does ground corn flour and water from a river really make a cake I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I'm over here picturing like some crusty's ass like cornbread. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> I was picturing cornbread. And like, why what would he? Be? Why would he think that this is a good idea? Because right? I'm assuming you're not. You don't make a cake at a miller too, right? Like you just yeah. grind your corn and go. Yeah. Why would I don't you not know just with like, you? Didn't your dad need the corn for something? Like yeah. you're just gonna use it all in and this be cake? like, mm, yeah, okay, like let let it be or whatever he said. Yeah. Like no, no, this kind of seems like you could just say no. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like no, I'm, I'm already good. Thing breaking a rule. Yeah. <laughs> but no, let's just use all the fucking corn I just ground. Oh man. Look here, Sonny. If we share this cake, we shall neither of us have enough. Oh, I already said that. Fuck. Well, it uh, makes it just as much. <laughs> no sense the second time, time around okay let us see who can tell the biggest lie and the one who lies the best shall have the whole cake the boy not knowing what else to do answered all right you begin so the beardless one began to lie with all his might and when he was tired of inventing new lies the boy said to him my good fellow if that is all you can do it is not too much Listen to me. I will tell you a true story. In my youth, when I was an old man, I had a quantity of beehives. Every morning when I got up, I counted them over, and it was quite easy to number the bees, but I could never reckon the hives properly. One day, as I was counting the bees, I discovered that my best bee was missing, and without losing a moment, I saddled a cock and went out to look for him. Not your best bee. <laughs> Settle that cock down and go get, get your best bee back. Ride that cock all the way to your honeybee. Get that best bee. I traced him as far as the shore and what? knew, <laughs> knew no. that he had crossed the sea. I, okay, this bee literally has like the little Winnie the Pooh, like little dotted line. Right? <laughs> and they're just cracking it. Goes what? in a little circle. Fuck, I love folk tales. It's so wild. When he had reached the other side, I found a man that had harnessed my bee to a plow and with his help was sowing millet seed. Wow. It's a huge ass bee. They have a picture of it. It's a real big bee. Oh, yes, it is. It's a bee like the size of a, I don't know, a, a pig. The mead that thing could make. Oh, the mead that mm-hmm. That is my bee, I shouted. Where did you get him from? Brother, replied the man. If he is yours, take him. And he not only gave me back my bee, but a sack of millet seed into the bargain because he had made use of my bee. Then I put the bag on my shoulders, took the saddle from the cock, and placed it on the back of the bee, which I mounted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> took it off the cock and mounted that bee. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Leading the cock by a string so that he could have a rest. Those Aww. cocks need rest yeah. sometimes. That's very nice. Make the cock a turkey sandwich and he'll be good to go in 15 minutes. <laughs> As we were flying home over the sea, one of the strings that held the bag of millet broke in two and the sack dropped straight into the ocean. Not the sack! It was quite lost, of course. Yeah. <laughs> there was no use thinking about it. Yeah, move on. Yeah. Move on, bro. Quite, quite yeah. lost indeed in the ocean. Yeah, no use thinking about it. Move on. And by the time we were safe back again, night had come. And then I got down from my bee and let him loose that he might get his supper. I would not trust that bee to stay put. I'm just picturing like a horse, you know? Yeah. Like just taking the reins off your bee, letting it walk Go around. Get some supper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gave the cock some hay and went to sleep myself. Yeah. I feel like... I'm overthinking it, maybe, but it feels like I'm saying cock very aggressively, like I'm pronouncing it too hard. You just can't help it. Yeah. And then I unsaddled my cock Cock. and then went in and had some supper. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so sorry. And went and fetched my cock. I'll try to say it softer. And went and fetched my cock. My cock. (laughs) Go grab it. God, okay. Back to the bee. We're done, we're done. Okay. Um, but when I woke the sun... 
but when I awoke with the sun, when a scene met my eyes, during the night, wolves had come and had eaten my bee. No! And honey lay ankle deep in the valley. Oh, shit. Dobby was filled with honey. Yeah, damn. And knee deep on the hills. Then I began to consider how I could best collect some to take home with me. Like with literally anything. Put it in your pocket. I don't know. Put it in your pockets. <laughs> like, you have a hat? Yeah. Like, like you can just dip your fucking arm in it and it'll stick to you <laughs> yeah. long enough you can get somewhere. There's so much. I don't think you really have to worry about it. Like, I, I think you have enough honey for a lifetime. Yeah, there is no way he's going to handle this practically. No. Like, how did... Yeah, where's it going to go, man? Like, it's going to, like, evaporate? Like, you're good. It's even deeper on the hill than it is in the valley. Like, yeah, where, where the fuck is it going? Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, it happened that I had with me a small hatchet, and this I took to the wood, hoping to meet some animal which I could kill, whose skin I might turn into a bag. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Oh, my God. As I entered the forest, I saw two roe deer hopping on one foot, so I slew them with a single (laughs) blow and made three bags from their skins. Hopping on one foot. Whoa. Why, babies? All of which I filled with honey and placed on the back of the cock. At length, I reached home where I was told that my father had just been born. Oh, shit. Folk tales, man. I know. (laughs) God, I love them. (laughs) And that I must go at once to fetch some... Oh, my God. Honey? Is he going to say honey? Holy water. Oh. To sprinkle him with. As I went, I turned over in my mind if there was no way for me to... Get back my millet seed. There's no point thinking about oh it. I thought my we, God. we went over this. Yeah. There's no point thinking about it. I thought we were past it as well. Oh, we're still thinking about the millet, which had dropped into the sea. And when I arrived at the place with the holy water, I saw the seed had fallen on fruitful soil and was growing before my eyes. And more than that, it was even cut by an invisible hand and made into a cake. How convenient. Yeah, yeah look at that. Lots mm-hmm. of cake talk. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So I took the cake as well as the holy water and was flying back with them over the sea. Okay. When there fell a great rain and the sea was swollen and swept away my millet cake. Oh, my God. How I vexed. I was at its loss when I was safe on earth again. Suddenly, I remembered that my hair was very long. Oh, yeah. If I stood, it touched the ground. It's easy to forget that. Although, if I was sitting, it only reached my ears. That's Ah. that's why you forget, right? What a lie. (laughs) I seized a knife and cut off a large lock, which I plated together. And when night came... Tied it into a knot and prepared to use it as a pillow. Aw. But what was I to do for a fire? I don't know. A tinderbox I had, but no wood. Then it occurred to me. I, I thought he was just going to burn the hair. He, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that would I, smell terrible. I go out hair. into the woods and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... It occurred to me I had stuck a needle in my clothes. So I took the needle and split it in pieces and lit it. And then laid myself down by the fire and went to sleep. <laughs> okay. Okay. But ill luck still pursued me. <laughs> oh, shit. While I was sleeping, a spark from the fire lighted on the hair. Okay, see, their, their hair is burning now. Okay. Which was burnt up in a moment. In despair, I threw myself on the ground. That's what my toddler does. Yeah. And instantly sank in it as far as my waist. I struggled to get out, but only fell in further. So I ran to the house. Wow. Whoa. This is, like, so fucking confused. Like, yeah. you could not get out. So you ran to the house. Yeah. I, w- I fell over waist deep. Waist deep. Yeah. Now I'm get up out. to my neck. And now I'm and running to the... And then I just ran out, seized a spade, dug myself out. Wow, I love that. And took home the holy water. On the way, I noticed that the ripe fields were full of reapers. And suddenly the air became so frightfully hot that the men dropped down in a faint. Oh. Then I called to them... Why don't you bring out our mare, which is as tall as two days and as broad as half a day, and make a shade for yourselves? What a huge mare. Fucking, yeah. But, like, obviously, like, you fucking idiots, like, passed out on the floor. <laughs> like, why didn't you just get my mare? It's tall as two days. Could you it's imagine, great shade. like, just yelling at these, like, people just dying of literal <laughs> yeah. heat exhaustion? Like, <laughs> like, with heat stroke. Yeah. And you're like, you, you could have got my fucking horse. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. What a boss. Oh, my God. Mayor, I thought you, I thought mayor, like the mayor <laughs> of this place. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, mayor. mayor. Sorry, that's definitely no. on me for the way I pronounce it. No, 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 no. I feel like that's how you pronounce it. Just okay. Mayor. <laughs> the ma- okay. Mayor. Um, that yeah, doesn't really change a, much. That's no, still pretty fucking still ridiculous. Yeah. That's real tall. I mean, whatever as tall as two days yeah. means. They're still passed out. You yeah. can't go get the thing. So thankfully. My father heard what I said and jumped quickly on the mare, not not mayor, <laughs> okay. mare, horse, 
horse. <laughs> yes. And the reapers worked with a will in the shadow while I snatched up a wooden pail to bring them some water to drink. When I got to the well, everything was frozen hard. So oh in order God. to draw some water, I had to take off my head and break the ice with it. Ugh, so annoying. <laughs> I hate when I have to do that. Yeah. As I drew near them carrying the water, the reapers all cried out, Why? What has become of your head? I put up my hand and discovered that I really had no head and that I must have left it in the well. <laughs> Common mistake. <laughs> I ran back to look for it, but found that meanwhile a fox, which was passing by, had pulled my head out of the water and was tearing at my brains. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> free meal. It happens. I stole cautiously up to him and gave him such a kick. Okay. <laughs> fucking rude. Yeah. That he uttered a loud scream. No, okay. You know what? I was going with all this until yeah, right now, then. Fuck you. Yeah. And let fall a parchment on which was written... The cake is mine, and the beardless one goes empty-handed. With these words, the boy rose, took the cake, and went home. I totally forgot what the fuck we were doing here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everything off, yeah. (laughs) Took the cake and went home while the beardless one remained behind to swallow his disappointment. And that's... That's the end yep. of that story. Well, yeah. Try to make some metaphorical meaning out of that. Yeah. I mean, he went to the beardless one. He got like a free cake out of it that was so tall they had to lean it up against a wall. I feel like this was a great thing that happened. And yeah. also, he's really fucking good at making up weird ass stories. Yeah. That's very Alice in Wonderland of him. It was. That's not what I thought we were going to do with the... I literally thought it was going to be like two truths and a lie. Like no, just, but it was you know, all Jabberwocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So that one was fucking wild. Are we ready for the next one? I just, <laughs> just like, like I just don't feel like is it a good lie if it's not believable? And that's so true. Like, yeah, wouldn't the best lie be one that you think is true that he like convinced him like, oh shit, maybe this isn't a lie, and then in the end, it's like that was a lie. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. I mean, I love like the full circle with the parchment and everything, but do yeah, too. it does seem hmm, it just seems like you it's came up with the most outrageous story. Yeah, but, just like yeah. the most wild story. Yeah, not is spot. a wild story, but it's not a lie. The guy's uh, just standing like there, like, lie. oh my god, shut up! Like, yeah, just I, take I, the I cake and go. Get it. Just go. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm gonna just sit here and I have a beard. I'm not beardless anymore yeah. i've been sitting here for so yeah. fucking long i literally ran three miles <laughs> just to listen to you tell me this bullshit I'm sitting here growing my fucking beard yeah hit me with the next one <laughs> okay here we go they're all just like they're folk tales they're go- they're all going to be really weird i love it yeah <laughs> this one is called the goat's ears of the emperor trojan oh, wow <laughs> okay What's i feel a- like i know where it's going honestly i i will give you a hint uh-huh the Emperor Trojan has goat ears. Okay. Oh, <laughs> man. I had a feeling. Yep, yep. Once upon a time, there lived an emperor whose name was Trojan, and he had ears like a goat. Yeah, it's first sentence. Just nailed it down. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they don't, like, save that for then. Yeah. Every morning when he was shaved, he asked if the man saw anything odd about him. And as each fresh barber always replied that the emperor had goat ears, he was once ordered to be put to death. I love that. Like, to... Do you see anything like weird about me? Yeah, bro. You have goat ears. <laughs> <laughs> to death, hang him. Yeah, immediately. No, sir, I mean, like you do. You have a little bit of goat ear right here, <laughs> and also on the other side as like, well. How did they not mention that? Like, oh my god, what is going on with your ears? <laughs> like, no, they just like wait till then. You notice anything wrong? Oh yeah, actually, now that you mention it, yeah. you have goat ears. You're literally like holding the goat ear up to like get the sideburns underneath. Like, no, I don't. I don't see shit. I have no I idea what you're talking shit. about. You look beautiful, <laughs> your highness. But I guess he's just going to kill all of them. Yeah. Like all the barbers that say that. So now hmm. after this state of things had lasted a good while, there's hardly a barber left in the town yeah. that could shave the emperor. And it came to be the turn of the master of the company of barbers to go up to the palace. But... Oh. Unluckily, at that very moment that he should have set out, the master fell suddenly ill. Oh shit! And told one of his apprentices, uh, and told one of his apprentices that he must go in his stead. When the youth was taken to the emperor's bedroom, he was asked why he had come and not his master. The young man replied that the master was ill and that there was no one but himself who could be trusted with the honor. Ooh, yeah, yeah. My uh, brown boss called in sick. 
I, I don't <laughs> so know. It's, like, it's me. I'm yeah. working overtime. Like, can we just like fucking get this over with? You definitely hit me well. Don't have a goat ear. <laughs> yeah, at all. Totally I normal. A damn thing. Yeah. The emperor was satisfied with the answer and sat down, and let a sheet of fine linen be put round him. Directly, the young barber began his work. He, like the rest, remarked the goat ears of the emperor. This is confusing to me. I thought when it said, like, remarked the goat's ears of the emperor, like, that means, like, aloud, like, said, like, you have goat's ears. Oh, but <laughs> it, it means, just like, means. in his brain. Oh, like, okay. he remarked it to himself. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but when he had finished and the emperor asked his unusual question as to whether the youth had noticed anything odd about him, the young man replied calmly, no. Nothing at all. Mm-mm. I didn't see shit. <laughs> this pleased the emperor so much that he gave him 12 ducats and said, henceforth, you shall come every day to shave me. Aww. Friendship. <laughs> and he did tip him. 12 ducats. 12 wow. fucking ducats. Just for a shave. Yeah. So when the apprentice returned home and the master inquired how he had got on with the emperor, the young man answered, oh, very well. And he says, I'm to shave him every day. And he has given me these 12 ducats. But he said nothing about the goat's ears of the emperor. <laughs> Good call. Honestly, like, that's the best lie. <laughs> right. Notice anything weird? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no idea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I, it. He wins. Snitches get stitches. Uh-huh. <laughs> From this time, the apprentice went regularly up to the palace, receiving each morning 12 ducats in payment. Oh, he's making bank. But after a while, his secret, which he had carefully kept, burnt within him, and he longed to tell it to somebody. His master saw that there was something on his mind and asked what it was. The youth replied that he had been tormenting himself for some months. And should never feel easy until someone shared his secret. Okay, this is like me if someone tells me a secret and tells me that like don't if they ever said like don't tell Maddie. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You got good ears. Well trust me, said the master, I will keep it to myself. Or if you do not like to do that, confess it to your pastor or go into some field outside the town and dig a hole and after you've dug it, kneel down and whisper your secret three times into the hole. God no, don't even do that. Don't say it ever, little apprentice. (laughs) Put back the earth and come away. No, no, no. The apprentice thought that this seemed the best plan. And that very afternoon went to a meadow outside the town, dug a deep hole, and then knelt and whispered to it three times over, The Emperor Trojan has goat's ears. I don't know why that's like sending me so hard. With just like, like a crazed look in his eye. Just like, that's good. Oh my god, I finally got it out. And as he said, so great a burden seemed to roll off him. And he shoveled the earth carefully back and ran lightly home. Oh god. Weeks passed by, and there sprang up in the hole an elder tree which had three stems, all as straight as poplars. Some shepherds, tending their flocks nearby, noticed the tree growing there, and one of them cut down a stem to make flutes of. Oh god. But oh god, directly oh god. he began to play. No. And the flute would do nothing but sing, The Emperor Trojan has cold ears. <laughs> it's like he hits one note and it's just like meh. <laughs> before the whole town knew of this wonderful flute and what it said. And at last, the news reached the emperor in his palace. He instantly set for the apprentice and said to him, what have you been saying about me to all my people? The culprit tried to defend himself by saying that he had never told anyone what he had noticed. But the emperor, instead of listening, only drew his sword from its sheath, which so frightened the poor fellow that he confessed exactly what he had done and how he had whispered the truth three times into the earth and how in that very place an elder tree had sprung up and flutes had been cut from it which would only repeat the words he had said then the emperor commanded his coach to be made ready and he took the youth with him and they drove to the spot for he wished to see for himself whether the young man's confession was true but when they reached the palace only one stem was left so the emperor desired his attendants to cut him a flute from the remaining stem And when it was ready, he ordered his chamberlain to play on it. But no tune could the chamberlain play. Oh, come on. Though he was the best flute player about the court, nothing came but the words, The Emperor Trojan's got gold ears. Fucking Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) The Emperor Trojan's got some gold ears, bitch. (laughs) Then the 
emperor knew that even the earth gave up its secrets, and he granted the young man his life. But he never allowed him to be his barber anymore. That <laughs> okay? I guess like I didn't, I didn't realize that like people like didn't know that he had. So like he's How, trying to keep this a secret, right? And like that shaving is the way to figure it out. Yeah. Like he just pulls is no him, one close to him ever? No, he just pulls him back and a little scrunchy and like puts <laughs> you know puts on his emperor hat. Yeah. I guess I don't know. His hair is just like really long. You're yeah. like. Wow. To cover goat ears. I just love, like, how anticlimactic yeah. both of the ends of these stories are. Like, yeah. And then he read the note, and he's like, this kid's going to take the fucking cake. Bye. And yeah. then he does. And yeah. then this one's like, and he's like, oh, okay, true. The flute does do that. All right. Uh, you're good. Uh, you're not going to meet my barber anymore. But yeah. It's like, <laughs> whoa, okay. You might as well have just kept him as your barber. Like, that doesn't yeah. even make any sense. Like, yeah. why? I don't, yeah. Well, all right. Okay, those two I had both read before, Maddie. This one I have never read. Ooh, okay. So, I have no idea what we're getting into. All right. We're just going to, like, go for it. Yeah, let's uh-huh. do it. <clears throat> all, right. all I know is it's the length that we need it to be okay. <laughs> for this episode. So, yeah, that's all we need. Beautiful. And that it's under a subsection of tricksters oh yeah so this is an irish folk tale i love it okay and it is called the clumsy beauty and her aunts okay like aunts i'm guessing her aunts her aunts yes Yes. Yes. not 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 the bugs yeah i mean you don't know man it's a folk tale (laughs) Mm -hmm. you never know there once was a poor widow with a daughter named Ursula, who was as beautiful as a spring day, but as clumsy as could be. The poor mother was the most industrious person in the town and was a particularly good hand at the spinning wheel. It was her greatest wish that her daughter should be as handy as herself so that she would find a good husband. But any work Ursula touched seemed to tangle or break in her fingers at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same as One morning, things were very bad, for Ursula had tried her hand at spinning once again, and once again had tangled the thread. Her mother was giving her a good scolding, yeah. when who should be riding by their small farm but the king's own son? Oh, is this going to be romantic? Oh my god, is it? He's just riding <laughs> by. Yeah, she's clumsy, but it's the clumsy beauty, so she's as beautiful as a spring day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear, good woman, he said. You must have a very bad child to make you scold so terribly. Surely it can't be this handsome girl who's vexed you. (laughs) Now the widow knew the prince was in need of a wife. Mm -hmm. And she quickly devised a plan. Oh, please, your majesty, not at all, she said. I was only checking her for working herself too much. Would your majesty... That's like when you go to an interview and they're like, what's... like? something bad about it. Like, what's yeah. your worst trait? And you're yeah. like, I just work too hard. Yeah. My biggest weakness is I care too much. <laughs> I care yeah. too much. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, I just love, like, she's working too hard. She's going to be sitting there like, um, no, you weren't. You were literally just <laughs> yelling fuck? at me. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, mom? Would your majesty believe it? She spins three pounds of flax in a day, weaves it into linen the next, and makes it all into shirts the day after. Okay, uh-oh. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump You're the brakes. Really yeah. setting her up for uh-oh. failure. Gracious, said the prince. Then she's the very lady that will catch my mother's eye, for she herself is the greatest spinner in the kingdom. Oh, fuck shit. Fuck. Oh, no. Ursula. What is going to happen? Okay. Will you fetch your daughter's bonnet and cloak, please, madame, and set her behind me on my horse this is a terrible terrible plan (laughs) this is so bad ursula oh she's like she's gotta be sweating yeah she's like mom what the she needs to say it right now and be like this bitch just lied to you yeah she's a liar yeah i don't know what to tell you she's a fucking liar why my mother will be so delighted with her that perhaps she'll allow us to marry within the week (laughs) that is of course if the young lady herself is agreeable okay ursula this is the point where you say no actually i'm like thank you so much but i'm good i actually don't think i'm that good of a spinner yeah like if you don't want to throw your mom under the bus just be like yeah. oh she she flatters me i'm actually not that great i yeah. don't want to go against your mom i would be good love to spin your stuff for you but i have raging syphilis i i know was what? born with it yeah they're gonna burst on my ah. face at any second it's gonna smell like shit yeah my nose you is don't gonna want. drop off it's just gonna drop off my you face. don't want none of this yeah i got sores on my cooch this yeah. is not what you want a part yeah. of i don't do blowjobs <laughs> at all not like at you all. don't want any part of this <laughs> Just would be like on. not a great marriage. <laughs> well, the woman bundled Ursula into her bonnet and cloak and sent her off. Okay, 
if the young lady is agreeable, but like no one waits to ask for Ursula to say like, yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, sure, uh, yeah, and they're like, no, oh, you're got there's your cloak, on. you're yeah. on the horse, but yeah, her mom's like, whatever, I did my part. Yeah, the ball's in your court now, yeah. and send her off with the prince before the girl could even protest. But as they rode back to the castle together, the prince was so solicitous. <laughs> he was so solicitous. We don't know what that means, right? Do you know? I'm like, is he like talking to people? Okay, all right, we're just he's soliciting we're just, people. Okay, solicitous. Yeah. Okay, and I was going to say, yeah, we're just going to contextually guess, right? Oh, That's okay. What we're doing. okay. It, it yeah. sounds like talkative yes. in context. Okay. The prince was so solicitous and kind that she almost forgot her fear of being found out. When they arrived at the castle, the queen came out to meet her son and was almost struck dumb when she saw a young country girl sitting behind him. But when they dismounted, she saw the girl's handsome face and heard about her incredible feats of spinning. Her feelings changed quite quickly. Ursula trembled under the queen's gaze, but the prince whispered in her ear that if she didn't object to becoming his wife, she should strive to please his mother. So she smiled bravely and made a wobbly curtsy. Oh, sweet honey baby oh, child. No, oh, Ursula. Her wobbly curtsy. No, I Ursula. For her, but yeah. damn, she had chances, man. You should have. You've had so many chances to be like, actually, there yeah. was a miscommunication. His mom's like a really good spinner. Yeah. Like, like you understand what you're going to have to do, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know if you got a Rumpelstiltskin and you're. I don't know the story of Rumpel's but, like, but yeah. Was, he like spins gold for oh, the girl. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. That's You need, you need Rumpelstiltskin. <clears throat> Did he, he like never die? Sorry. Wasn't that like the thing? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. He like I was lived a long say. time and then he was going to take their firstborn child. Oh, okay. I, all for spinning I knew the gold. was like, I saw like a wishbone <laughs> back in the 90s about Oh, yeah, the little, like, dog. yeah the little dog. Oh, so cute. Oh, rest in peace. But yeah, I was like, oh, is it? Okay, I kind of remember something about Rumpelstiltskin. I was like, I just remember, like, some dead guy. But no, I didn't because it was Wishbone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember someone saying, memory. like, yeah. a reference, like, smells like Rumpelstiltskin. Like, oh, yeah, like, death. But, like, why do I think that? I don't know. I have he no was, clue. like, a little, like, scary crotchety man. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm picturing, like, man. the... Oh, you weren't a SpongeBob kid, huh? Never mind. Yeah, I was. Oh, are okay. you kidding me? I'm picturing the like the grandma, the chocolate. <laughs> I remember when they first invented chocolate. They're selling chocolate. I hated it. That's like what I'm picturing is like this little chocolate shriveled brown thing. Chocolate. I fucking love that episode. Oh, okay, God, anyways. <laughs> that evening, they all dined together, and the prince and Ursula were getting fonder and fonder of one another. Cute. But the thought of spinning still sent a chill to her heart. And sure enough, after they had feasted, the queen led Ursula to a beautiful bedroom, pointed to a heap of fine... <laughs> Love this. Like, hi, nice to meet you, future daughter-in-law. Get to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> Get going. Pointed to a heap of fine flax in the corner and said, you may begin as soon as you like tomorrow morning, and I shall expect to see these three pounds in nice thread the morning after. Then she bid Ursula goodnight. Okay, well, Fuck Ursula. I Uh-oh. mean, maybe just live out like the next three days, you know, go hard Eat. and just know that you're probably going to die. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. I don't know. I would just like live my best life. I'd be like, yeah, I'm working on it. You'll see. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. just like eat just and drink as, as long as, as, as you can. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of their hospitality. I also love that like all of our little honeybees out there now know that, God, whatever, man, like this folktale, like never, no prince is going to ride by the country and be like, oh, yeah, you you can spin good cool yeah. you'll be queen one day like yeah. no 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 yeah and the also queen. like hey mother don't don't yell at your daughter she's yeah. hot yeah. like, <laughs> like what? and then the queen was like oh my gosh you brought home a country girl oh but she spins good okay like okay, what? good honey yeah, like, all this okay. just sitting at the table with them like <laughs> yeah. no we're all we all know yeah Mm-mm. this is all fine no <laughs> there definitely is going to be some sort of political bond made through marriage there's yeah. no way he's marrying a poor country No, no. But we like to imagine. Yeah. The poor girl slept little that night, and when she was left alone the next morning, she began her spinning with a heavy heart. Though she had a nice mahogany wheel of the finest flax she'd ever seen, the thread seemed to break every time she touched it. Okay, I was going to say, maybe she'll be good at it. Like, magically. Come on. One moment, it was as fine as a cobweb, and the next, as coarse as wool. At last, she pushed her chair back, let her hands fall into her lap, and burst out crying. Oh, I know. My heart hurts. 
Just then, a small old woman. This is very Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. A small old woman with surprisingly big feet <laughs> appeared before her as if out of nowhere and said, What ails you, handsome girl? <laughs> oh, oh, cried Ursula. Haven't I all that flax to spin before tomorrow morning? And I'll never be able to have even five yards of fine thread of it put together. And would you think it bad to ask poor Kyliak Kushmer? Kyliak <laughs> to ask To ask poor Kyliak Kushmer <gasps> to your wedding with the young prince. If you promise to invite me, all three pounds of your flax will be made into the finest of thread while you're taking your sleep tonight. Oh, hell yeah. What a fucking deal. Fucking he's hell getting, yeah. Yeah, you're just getting an invite? Yeah. Babe, I'll toast you at my wedding. Oh, hell yeah. I'll buy you a house. Yeah. You want a little cottage in the woods? Yeah. You want a cottage you? in Normandy? I won't even break an umbrella <laughs> yeah. over your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Sarah Bernhardt episode. Sarah Bernhardt. L- listen to it. Sarah Bernhardt. <laughs> Ursula was overjoyed. Indeed, you must be there and welcome, and I'll honor you all the days of your life. <gasps> Very well, Kylie Kushmer. Oh, very well said, Kylie Akut. I was so okay, focused yeah, on like, like oh. pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> is it? And this is Irish too. So is it spelled like C O L L I A C H? Yeah, nothing like Kyliak. No, but I uh, yeah. love it. Very well said, Kylie. Sorry, <laughs> said Kyliak. Kushmer, stay in your room till tea time and tell the queen that she may come in for her thread as early as she likes tomorrow morning. Ursula did as she said, and the old woman was as good as her promise. The next morning, Ursula woke to find find thread finer and evener than the gut of fly fishers. Kalia Kushmer! Yeah, bitch! (laughs) What a brave girl, cried the queen. I'll get my own mahogany loom brought to you, but you needn't do anything more today. Work and rest, work and rest, that's my motto. Tomorrow you'll weave all this thread, and who knows what may happen, she added with a smile. Mm -hmm. I'll let you weave my son's So Ursula spent another day with the prince, and she was so happy and his company that she almost forgot the task ahead of her. But the next morning when she sat down at the queen's loom, she was even more frightened than before. Her trembling fingers couldn't even put the warp in the gears, nor use the shuttle. Wow, I don't know what yeah, any of that means. Yeah, whatever the fuck, yeah. <laughs> she was sitting there in the greatest grief when a little old woman with mightily wide hips, ooh, feet, now hips, okay, cool, okay, suddenly appeared before her. She said her name was Kaliak Cromanmore. And she offered the same bargain as Kyliak Kushmer. Kushmer. Okay, okay. <laughs> Eagerly, Ursula accepted. And great. <laughs> and she's just going to do this for the rest of her life. I guess, yeah. Because now you're in too deep. Now you've pretty much lied to the queen. Yeah, and now, so, like, what if they ask you to do it again? Yeah. Now what are you going to fucking do? Yeah, just hope that she they comes come back, back, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The queen's pleasure the next morning when Ursula showed her linen as fine and white as the finest paper. What a darling girl, said the queen. Take your ease with the ladies and gentlemen today. And if you have all this made into nice shirts tomorrow, you may present one of them to my son and be married to him out of my hand. Oh, Oh, how poor Ursula trembled the next day as she sat with scissors, needle, and thread in hand. She was so near the prince now, and yet maybe would be soon so far from him. But she waited patiently till, a minute after noon, an old woman with a big red nose appeared Uh, before her. I was hoping it was going to be boobies. (laughs) This time, (laughs) like, feet, hips, and boobies. Yeah, Yeah. no, I guess it's a nose. A big, bulbous, like, jolly nose. nose. Cute. Cute. The woman introduced herself as Kyliak Shronmor Rua, and she made the same offer as the two before her. Ursula accepted with relief, and sure enough, when the queen paid her an early visit the next morning, she's just going to have three more people. Ursula's just like, God damn, this is lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me go. Yeah. The girl from Rumpelstiltskin had to promise her firstborn child. That's like something you'd have to stew over and be like, oh, I don't know about that one. But like an invite to your wedding? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the queen paid her an early visit the next morning. There were a dozen fine shirts laying on the table. The wedding took place a few days later, and it was exceedingly grand. Ursula's mother was there along with the rest. And at the wedding dinner, the queen could talk of nothing but the lovely shirts and how happy she and the bride would be after the honeymoon when they would be spinning and weaving and sewing shirts without end. Oh, oh, oh no. Fuck. Also, like, you think her mom's just sitting there like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How'd she pull this up? Yeah. Like, what are you, uh, what? 
this is a lucky turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> the bridegroom didn't much like the conversation, and the bride liked it less. But before either could interject, a footman came up to the head of the table and said to the bride, Your ladyship's aunt... Oh, that's where the ants come in. Okay. okay. Kylie Kushmer bade me ask if she might come in. The bride blushed and wished she were seven miles under the floor, but she nodded. And the prince said... Tell Mrs. Cushmore that any relation of my bride's will always be heartily welcome wherever she and I are. Okay, <laughs> cutie! Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. In came the woman with the big foot. Was it just one foot? Oh. I thought it was feet. I thought it was plural as well. This is the big foot. The big foot. Here it comes. <laughs> Flop flopping. <laughs> <laughs> cute. Like a little duck slap, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Okay. And she got a seat near the queen. Wow. But the queen, who didn't like the interruption, soon asked rather spitefully, Dear madame, what's the reason your foot is so big? <laughs> Fucking rude. God. God. Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> Faith, your majesty. I keep all my faith in my foot. I was standing almost all my life at the spinning wheel, and that's the reason. Mm-mm. I declare to you, my darling, said the prince horrified, I'll never allow you to spend one hour at the same spinning wheel. Ooh. Oh, no. What a great fucking excuse. Yeah. yeah she can't now, Mom. Yeah. She's going to have a big old foot. Yeah. Oh, hey, there yeah. you go. Uh-huh. This is genetic. And if mm-hmm. she spins one more time, her She's foot's gonna just going to go. Floppy foot. Yeah. A little while later, the footman approached again and said, Your ladyship's aunt, Kylia Cromanmore, wishes to come in if you have no objection. The prince and Ursula said she was welcome, and she took her seat and drank health's plenty to the company. Oh, my God. I have no clue where this is going. <laughs> no this, clue. Like, everything seems to just be it's going working. really well God. so far. Like, when is it going to go I feel like it's going to go badly at one point and then get better. I don't know. The nose one, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, But after a minute, the queen said, may I ask, madame, why you're so wide halfway between the head and the feet? The queen's fucking mean. The queen is mean. Keep it to yourself, woman. Wow. Like, what do you want me to say? (laughs) I don't know why I got wide hips. Yeah. Because I'm fucking thick, bitch. Like, what do you want? I have an hourglass figure. Shut your jealous ass up. Yeah. Like, 700 years (laughs) from now, they're really going to like this. Uh, Yeah. So. I want some wide ass hips that people are like, bitch, why are your hips so wide? Like, "Mm, like, here comes a matter. I'm hot like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) That, your majesty, is owing to sitting all my life at the loom, said Kolia Kromenmar. By my scepter. Why can I read that? (laughs) (laughs) You're over here like, Kolia Kikwak, and you're just like, scepter? <laughs> I was going to say Spectre for some reason, like very confidently. Yeah. And then stop myself. God fucking damn it. That was the mess. Okay. <clears throat> By my scepter, said the prince, my wife shall never sit there an hour. Finally, the footman approached again and said, Your ladyship's aunt, Koliak Shron Morua, is asking to asking leave to come into the banquet. I'm real curious how this is making her nose big and red. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Again, the bride and bridegroom said she was welcome, and in came the old woman and settled herself at the table. Madame, said the queen, will you tell us, if you please, why your nose is so big and red? Troth, your majesty, my head was bent down over my stitching all my life, and all the blood in my body ran into my nose. Oh, no. Said Kylie Akshon Morua. My darling, said the prince in all seriousness to Ursula, if I ever see a needle in your hand, I'll run a hundred miles from you. God, as long as you don't look like your family. <laughs> like how your aunts are ugly as shit, yeah. babe. Yeah. Don't turn out like yeah, that. My God, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, I'll get far away from you. Okay, yeah. this is less cute now. And in this way, the clumsy Ursula was relieved of spinning work for the rest of her life. And she and the prince were happily married at last. That's the end. Wow, what a like, really? nice little happy story. Oh my god, my anxiety was through the fucking roof. Yeah, I was like, now what? Now, now what? I guess it makes sense because like, if you think of folktales, like, families were sitting in their little, you know, like their homes yeah. that they didn't have much, but they're gonna light some candles and listen to their dad, like, tell the folktale. Like, you don't want it to be too bleak because life was bleak. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know why I think my brain is always like, it's gonna end like the Little Mermaid. 
Yeah. Seafoam. Yeah. yeah. Seafoam, your soul's gone. Like, you don't get the prince. He marries someone else. He yeah, doesn't maybe we... remember you. Like, yeah, the whole deal. I don't know. Like, maybe we haven't got there in history. Maybe just, like, the Germans are dark. <laughs> maybe. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> the Irish. And what, what was the other, the first two? Were they, they also? They didn't say. The stories didn't say. Okay, we'll have yeah. to look it up. But, yeah. Like, maybe it's just the Germans over there. Like, and then she walked know, yeah. on razor blades and turned into fucking yeah. foam, you dumb bitch. Her feet bled as she danced for the prince. Yeah, I don't like, know. Or maybe yeah. it was just the brother's grim. I don't know. But. Yeah. It's really rough. But, like, those were so, that last one was so heartwarming. It was. It was nice and fluffy. Yeah. What those was, those sweet, sweet ladies. What was your guys' favorite folktale? Yeah. Of, oh of this episode. And also, like, again, we said this last folktale episode, but, like, if you have a family story mm-hmm. or a folktale that you're like, I mm-hmm. heard this wild fucking one yeah. about an old lady eating a giant toe, mm-hmm. then send it in. Send We've it actually in. already read that one. But, you yeah, know, yeah. send in a new one. Send in a new one. About We'd love to hear it. Toast stew. Yeah. <laughs> or anything else, honestly. Anything, yeah. Literally anything besides that, actually. If you want to sit down and, like, make up a folktale, like... I'll fucking read okay. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. But it has to be wild like that, and I also request that it have a happy ending because I'm a little bitch and I, I need happiness. Yeah, we do sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Well, all of our stories are real, so they all end in death, so they they're all, all sad. And life end. was hard back then, yeah, so... Yeah, it's like, in all of history of that death. <laughs> yeah, life is still... It's just, like, life is rough. Yeah. Life's really making you work for that death. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, let's know! All right, we have one more. We have one more. Um, this one comes from India. Ooh, and okay. I'm going to read it. I also have never read it. I have no clue what it's <laughs> about, but it's called Why the Sky is So High. So oh, let's see. Yeah, let's okay. see why. Long ago, the sky was quite low. If you stood on a stool and stretched your hands up as high as they would go, you could touch the sky. Wow, we fucking hate that. How claustrophobic <laughs> yeah. would that make you? Even like apartments, like with low oh. ceilings. We've lived in like so many of them and I'm like, oh, oh God, I can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. At that time, far on the horizon where the sky was always especially low, there was a village. In that village, a little mud hut thatched with straw, there lived a bent old woman. Hmm. This bent old woman was the oldest woman in that village, possibly the oldest woman in the world. Wow. She was so old she no longer remembered any other way of being. She lived all alone in her little mud hut, Aww. for she neither had friend nor family left in this no! world. Shut up! Yeah, damn, oh, I man. hate this. Maybe it'll happy. Oh, old people dying alone kills oh, me. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, old people just, oh, man, I have such a soft spot. Like, oh, oh, I love old people. Me too. Yeah. Like, I, oh, God. Yeah, so this, uh, it's a tearjerker so far. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll end happy. Um, this next sentence ain't it. Um, <laughs> she had nowhere to go and no one to talk to. Jesus Christ. So all day long, she would potter around her hut, first cleaning this corner and now dusting that, now scrubbing this bit of floor, now sweeping that. Staying active in her old age, at least. Yeah, the bent old woman thought of nothing else anymore, except more and more ways of sweeping and scrubbing her little mud hut. One hot summer, the land was dry with thirst. I also hate that. I hate heat so much. Mm -hmm. Like, nauseating just reading it. There was dust everywhere, on the trees, on the roofs of huts and houses, in people's throats and eyes, even in the air. All over the village, people were coughing and sneezing and choking with dust. Even the poor old sky was not spared. It was so close to the ground that the slightest bit of wind would set it coughing with the dust that rose from the parched land. The bent old woman's hut was too covered with dust. The old woman swept and swept and swept the little hut with her broom. My heart. She swept the inside of her hut. She swept the outside of her hut. She swept the front steps. She swept the front yard. But the dust rose all around her in great brown clouds. The more she swept and piled her broom, the more dust that rose from the earth. Ah, I know. Okay, we we cursed ourselves, though, because we were just talking about how all of these have been so nice and fluffy. I know, yeah. We didn't want to end it too early, but maybe we should have okay the poor sky also i want 
everyone to know that sky in this story is capitalized like it's a proper noun which i love and old woman is also capitalized like it's proper noun love that the poor sky began to choke with all the dust that the bent old woman was raising with her broom the dust got into its throat and tickled its nose and made it sneeze a great big sneeze that shook the world with its thunder People covered their heads and ran indoors in fright, but the bent old woman barely noticed. She just kept on sweeping with her broom. The sky sneezed again. The dust was becoming unbearable. It got into its eyes and made them water, so that day great heavy drops of rain began falling into the dry dust below. The bent old woman barely noticed until finally a big splodgy... S-P-L-O-D-G-Y. Spelagy. Love it. Till finally a big splodgy raindrop fell right on the porch that she just swept. I didn't know it was an adjective. I love that. That, A big splodgy raindrop raindrop that falls where you just swept. Like that that hits my soul. Yeah. Splodgy is... I, it. Why have I never heard that word before? We. I'm gonna like get that tattooed yeah. on me. Like, oh, I know exactly. <laughs> like, and I know exactly yeah. what they mean. Oh, yeah. Yep. I know what a splodgy raindrop mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. The bent old woman glared at the sky and scrubbed the splodgy <laughs> raindrop away. I love her. Get love that, it. But then raindrop. another raindrop fell, and another uh, till her swept and scrubbed front step was blotchy with raindrops. Oh my god! Fucking rude. It's fucked up, man. This was more than the bent old woman could bear this mm-hmm. is the breaking point oh, man. she stood up as straight as she could with her bent old back and shook her fist at the sky yelling at it to stop raining on her nice clean front step she cursed the sky and threatened it but yeah. the poor old sky couldn't stop raining oh. its eyes were still so full of dust even with all of her sweeping oh. At last, the bent old woman was so angry that she picked up her broom and thwacked the sky with it. <laughs> oh, so that is so old woman of thwacked. her. Thwacked, yeah. yeah. The sky gave her... The sky gave another great sneeze and jumped out of her way. But the bent old woman came thwacking it with her broom again and again and again. Oh, <laughs> I love man. that image. Get him. Finally, the sky could take no more. <laughs> the dust, the old woman's cursing, especially her broom, thwacking at it again and again and this again. Is too much. The sky's like, I'm fucking done yeah. with this. What the fuck do you expect me to do, old lady? <laughs> like, my eyes are watering. There's dust everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, my fault. trying to like, you know, keep the fucking ozone shit in check like i'm just you know trying to keep everyone down here what do you want um sneezing and coughing thundering and raining the sky flew up up and away out of reach of the old woman's broom and swore never to come down again so that is why the sky is so high even on the horizon where it seems to be touching the earth it really isn't anymore the end okay hey i mean happy-ish ending yeah it was fine she still is gonna die alone (laughs) <laughs> shit emily okay i was like well i mean yeah like it's not gonna get her done <laughs> like any dust on her porch no, we're, and we're like, like i don't back know to square one yeah. like now she's just back to scrubbing and dusting and scrubbing and dusting and being alone yeah still to this day she's just still there scrubbing and dusting and scrubbing and dusting yeah so. But no more splooging raindrops. Splooging, splodging, splodging. Definitely not splooging raindrops. But I'm here for it. Yeah. I can also Splooge. picture that exact raindrop, and it's a lot yeah. more. It's a lot more provocative. Yeah. So with that, wow, splodging. Um, yeah. Don't look up. Don't get hit with a splooging <laughs> raindrop right in the eye. But please enter splodging into Urban Dictionary if it's not already there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Solicitous. Solicitous. Okay. Salutatious? That's not even... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Solicitous. The prince was so solicitous. Why are folktales always like this? Just... (laughs) What the fuck is solicitous? Wild. Okay.